Well, welcome to Rotten Potatoes with Bryce. And Forrest. And we're here to bring your favorite TV shows, movies, and video games. On this week, um, we're going to take a little bit of a solemn dive. Um, we're going to go and explore the movie Worth. Um, it's a 9-11 story. And so might get a little hot and heavy in here. I feel like it definitely will on my side. So, um, yeah, I can sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit drawn out and a little dry across the, the board, but it had good moments and it had a good plot throughout. So it was, yeah. Um, it definitely was very, I don't know. I feel like it didn't hit on the points that it needed to hit on. And it kind of like made things drawn out that really didn't matter. Oh yeah. Um, Cause like, even like, for example, like I know this is like fast forwarding all the way to the end, but like when all of a sudden, like the, the stop to fix came out like moments beforehand, like there was like, and like they like barely touched on it where he's like, I just woke up and like, let's go figure stuff out. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's stopped the steals over. Right. So I was like, oh, or stop the stop the wow, that was the wrong term yeah. to use. Well. <laughs> um, stop the fix, or, or the fix is fixed, or the right. or whatever the fund is fixed. The fund is fixed. So, yeah. so like I felt like that should have been. I think I would have enjoyed a whole lot more of like those meetings and kind of doing a deeper dive in what truly was wrong. Um. Because really, I mean, like the anyone that got sick a few months after and, you know, depending on the state, whether, you know, the gay spouses were able to get, you know, part of the income and stuff like that. Really, that's like the only two things that I felt like it hit on. And I know for that many people to be involved, it would have been a whole lot more. Right. So I am very curious on, you know, I think it should have dove a little bit deeper into those those meetings to like help the fix or help the, mm-hmm. you know, fund the fix or fix the fun. Right. Whatever. That's a hard, that's a hard phrase to say. I don't yeah, know why I'm having weird. trouble with it, but, but I definitely yeah. am. I mean, they, they definitely took a rabbit hole down like the Donato story. Right. That was like yeah. one of the main ones. And like, it was important cause it's like a first responder and it's important to hit that area. Right. Because it's like a huge piece of 9-11 and like important. Um, but yeah, like we didn't get a lot of details about the differences between everybody's compensations and why and like how they ended up actually going about it. Like they they kind of alluded to like life insurance policies are gonna be included into it and like all these different pieces, but like we never got any clarity on it. No, like there was no like formula built whatsoever. And that's what was kind of annoying because like I have friends that are in that kind of game where they factor in like risks and, and what, you know, what would go into like an insurance policy, like how much you'd have to pay a month because how big of a risk you are. And those people that go and get their masters in, in math, just to, just to have those formulas fixed up and solved. And so I thought it'd been a whole lot more interesting if they did a deeper dive on figuring out those formulas and how they even tweaked them. Cause really we don't even know how they were tweaked. All we knew. Right is that it was fixed. Mm-hmm. That's all we knew. And it felt like right. that part was so rushed at the end. Like, it was just like, boom. Right. And it, it also seemed like such a, uh, a a weak approach at figuring out a uh, equation to begin with because they're just straight up, like, salary. That's it. 
nothing else was included, nothing at all. Like it was just this weak ass, like basic equation that was like, if you made this much, you get this much. Like it's like they didn't put anything into it. Right, like they showed that CEO made a couple mil off of it, and then right. they showed the janitor made like only what was it like three hundred thousand. Right. And I was like, okay, I mean, like, and then it makes sense whatsoever, and like, in the fact that you know, like, some people even pressed or pressed that it should have just been a flat rate that who right. you know whatever went through, you know, everyone should have gotten paid the same, and mm-hmm. and it's like when I started like seeing that, it's like, man, fuck rich people, like I really fucking can't stand them because they they definitely like dismantled that shit so that they could get paid more, and yep. they. You know, trying to be a thorn in every side that they possibly could be. Right. And also, fuck the government. Like the fact that they were like billion-dollar corporations, like, oh, we can't, we can't handle this shit. You guys got to write new laws in order to, so yeah. we don't get sued. Well, I thought that was such fucking horrible. Fuck shit. the corporations for fucking yeah. being like, we're not gonna get sued over this. Like, we're not going under. Like, y'all gotta take the heat. Like, y'all fucked up. Like, it's. It is what it is. It was like, your airline that didn't do the proper measures right. to, to make sure that it wasn't. I didn't catch this shit. Like, I, what do you expect? Yeah. It should be a lawsuit. Yeah. And that would have only taken down two airline companies. There's what thirteen of them. Yeah. So it could have they know, could have taken their the place. Slack. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was utter utter bullshit. Right. That that was going on, and then the whole Mike situation. So the funny thing is. It's not funny, I guess. But the thing is, I watched the uh, Rage Cage version of the movie. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Ladder 49, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Where he's yeah. the police chief. And they and, and they get uh, stranded out in the building and, and everything like that. Um, and their radios weren't working. They both had operational radios, but they couldn't get out. They couldn't get any signal through that and so i think growing up and and every year i feel like there's a history lesson or something going on you know some more information gets released um that i've never once heard anything about those radios not working in high-rise buildings or or through rubble and and that's what caused a significant amount of the issues right. i had no idea blew me away that we lost so many firefighters and police officers and other people just because we couldn't communicate right like, 21st century could not communicate. Does not make sense. Yeah, it's crazy. And the fact that they, like, put in request after request after request to get those things fixed. And it's just, I don't know, it just blew me away that yeah. shit like that was going on. It just, it was crazy. I felt like, I mean, granted, like, none of us would ever be prepared for planes going into a building. But at the same no. time, I felt like you should have more on deck to prepare for right. getting people out of a burning building mm-hmm. like that. Because it's New York, right? Like it's, there's tons of skyscrapers and tall buildings. Like why wouldn't that be a priority? Right. Like that wasn't the only high rise in the whole, in the whole city. Yeah. That was one of hundreds, if not thousands like of high rises in the whole city. I don't get that. Yeah. It really, yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever that it was, it was fucked around like that. And like hearing those stories, those stories kind of tore me up. I don't know how real any of those were or anything like that, but man, like when the guy was in the high, like in the top part of the floor, and you could hear, I guess, you know, that he told his wife that he was going to take the next elevator and let other people get on. 
and then was sitting there just talking to her through the whole thing. I thought that was pretty tough. That was, that was just, yeah. it was crazy. Uh, it's like the one that uh, the lady was saying that he always had a good sense of humor or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could hear it over the speakers, like saying, like, evacuate the building. And he's like, I evacuate the building. I'm like, yeah, it's a good idea. Like, <laughs> just to the end, you know, had his humor, you know, and just. Yeah. What a thing. It's tough. And, like, uh, I kind of did a little bit, like, a just, you know, it's that time of year. So I'm doing, you know, watching videos and, mm-hmm. and, and other stuff. And, um, it was, uh, can't remember which flight it was, but it was a black box and the phone recordings coming out of there. And, and that shit was tough. I mean, that's, you had, you know, people talking to the black box saying that make sure that my, my wife and parents and children hear this, you know, we'll see you on the other side type deal. And, and then that one flight attendant, she's like, I'm all the way at the back, but I think two of the attendants have gotten stabbed and they're trying to overrun the, you know, the cockpit and everything. They got bombs. Mm. And then like the ATC is like, uh, I don't know. Like, can you repeat that again? Like, I don't think I heard that right. And then, you know, repeats it like a few more times. Like, it's just something that just wasn't. Yeah. I don't know how, I really don't know how we weren't prepared. I just don't understand. Uh, I guess because they had to run through scenarios that planes were getting hijacked. I mean, that just had to be that. Like, I just don't understand how you don't have a scenario being an airline. Like, that's one of the few things that are going to happen on a you plane. You would think so, but I don't know. So I, just, I don't. It just. I mean, obviously, protocols were not what they are now. Anything close to them, right? But you, you would think there would be something to be done about it. But and obviously the group took the one plane down because they retook the, yeah. the plane. So, I mean, granted it was the passengers doing it, but they did it. So, yeah, they were able to make sure it didn't make it to the white house, which is kind of cool. And it's, that's granted, a great if, story. If, if something was going to get blown to shit, the white house is probably better than a tower of people. Cause we can rebuild well, the, the White, White House. House. Like I, I get it's a symbol and all that, but like you know Yeah, but the White House would have never gone down just for the sole fact that they have any air turrets well, and they would have, crafts on they the They would have shot it down before it got there. Just yeah. They would have. And then they had but, two fighter jets and you know, getting yeah. ready to shoot it down before it went down on its own. So. Right. And that was the one thing I didn't see. So what was it last year? Yeah, for the nineteenth anniversary. I was able to make it there and shit, dude. I mean, it was packed. I mean, there, the, it was just, it was dense and it was during COVID. So it's even crazier to even think of how dense it was during the, I mean, where the tower stood and whatnot. I mean, it was, it was packed to a brim, but you could literally hear a pin drop. I mean, it's quiet. It was as quiet as quiet can be. And I mean, it was just, yeah. It's an intense scene, even just 19 years later. That, yeah, just that whole area. It's just kind of crazy. It's kind of nuts. But anyways, okay, let's get back to the story. So, um, <laughs> another so, part that I didn't get and I didn't care for, and it just kind of annoyed me, but I somewhat understood why it was there, was the damn opera scene. 
and that song was like again the song was really stupid but then it it also tied in his feelings that mm-hmm. you know that the people that were in the white or that lost their families in the tower obviously they lost and lost and lost and i guess that's what the the song was supposed to kind of bring up those memories but jesus yeah that that was so awful like i don't know i just no, it was bad it was could bad. not handle that and it was just so stupid he's like oh i thought i'd see you here yep okay bye like just yeah just i don't know it felt very forced every time they were trying to like show them building their relationship up of like understanding each other and trying to get on the same level you know it's like maybe it was that way maybe it was super forced for them to have to do that but like it's just awkward i guess It just, I don't know, it just, some of the stuff that I felt like they harped on and believed that would have told the story, I felt were the wrong pieces. Um, I just really, I don't know, they just didn't, I felt like the story could have been told so much better. Because it's an interesting story. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw the preview and read the synopsis on it, and I was like, this is something I'm definitely going to watch, regardless if we do a pod on it or not. Like, this is going to be awesome. So I don't know if this has any effect on you or not, but like the the actor that played Ken, I just Ray Kroc. Yeah, I think <laughs> somebody else could have done it better. Like not to like dog him as an actor, but like I feel like he wasn't the right person for the the part. See, like Michael Keaton, which is the actor that you're talking about. I feel like he's always a bad person, right? So immediately so, I'm going in and saying, I guess he was Batman. This guy's an asshole. Batman. Right. But ever since Batman, he's been an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like going into it. That's my feeling of him immediately is like, this guy's just a douche. And like, he's going to fuck somebody over doing this. Right. And it just seems like, I don't know. He just doesn't, I've never liked him as an actor. My dad loves him for some odd reason. I don't, I don't like why, him either. but I've never, like he did really good as Ray Kroc in the McDonald's story. But I think it's because he was playing an asshole as an asshole. Right. And I, I literally watched that for Nick Offerman, but <laughs> I just, I don't know. He just wasn't the right pick. No, he wasn't. It was just such an odd pick, but you know, Caesar from hunger games was Stanley Tucky. I think he did amazing. He I was the best his, pick for that part for sure. I, you know, in, I was so sad when he was taking the food out of the fridge and he was getting ready to eat it and he took the tape and he put it on the on the door seal because yeah. it was his wife's handwriting. Like, that's the last time that she made food for him, which is like, fuck. Like, that shit is rough. Like, I couldn't imagine going through right. any of that. No. I just, I couldn't, I just, I, I really couldn't. It's just, uh... Yeah, it's... <sighs> rough. Yeah, I mean, like, things like that just show, like, even, like, even though it's, like, a small little thing, right? Like, it's it just shows, like, an immense, like, level of, like, emotion and, like, what people were feeling at that time and, like, just trying to hang on to whatever they can, right? Like, whatever they can for this. Yeah. All, it was all of a sudden for all these people. It was just that day. 6,000 families. Gone. Just gone. And... There's, there's no way to cope with that. There's no way to deal with that in a good way. Especially, like, 
our our mental care still isn't great in this country, but like back then it was still probably worse. No, I mean it know? was so. Like, I mean you even saw it with the whole gay thing. I mean it was so. Right. Even it, you know, twenty years was not that long ago, but it was completely different. I mean, right. going into have anxiety or any other issues you're looked at as like some kind of loser or worthless to society at that time. So, mm-hmm. you know, trying to reach out and going to support groups and whatnot, I think had like a negative, you know, stigma on it, which is right. fucking crazy. Cause obviously now it's, it's a whole different world, but, right. but yeah, going back then, I mean, there's, they were probably, you know, a lot of people probably didn't go and they turned to drugs and alcohol. Um, in fact, I saw on TikTok today, uh, there's this guy, I think his name's Paul or Polly. He was part of one of the, he was part of the crew that, um, one of it, the plane that went into the South Tower. So he was off, he was off rotation, but the way that it works, like they hung out with the same crew pretty much quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, that he literally ran that flight the day before, like he ran that exact flight that would have gone into the towers. But anyways, so he's starting in Boston where the plane took off and he's taking a, uh, a drink cart, like an air, airport drink cart, and he's wheeling it all the way to um, ground zero. And he started this like a few days ago. It might have been a whole week, but he's he's taking it all the way through. And he's like, you know, I didn't tell anyone about it. I didn't really, you know, I'm doing this for my friends, for, you know, for my what I considered family, they're close and they're, you know, that's just too, you know, that was my crew and they're all gone. And mm-hmm. then he went into a story about every single one of them. Cause he had their like photo on a deal and how much, you know, how two of them are engaged to get married. Two flight attendants were that's fucking nuts right there. But anyways, so he started doing it. It picked up traction, like a bunch of firefighters are escort them through the city. Like they have their lights on all around them and whatnot. And mm-hmm. they have, he says he has people like telling him stories about where they were at and what was going on um, during that time. And, and some people join them for a little bit and then, then dip out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty, pretty crazy, pretty, pretty powerful. I feel like, but mm-hmm. he made it, he's going to exactly get to the the spot ground zero. And I think at the time where the plane hit, like, I think that's what his whole, whole mission is and whatnot, which just nuts and and you know the whole drug thing he said that he didn't know what to do and he he just went into a deep depression and got into opiates and he decided six years ago on september 11th six years ago you know this saturday he decided to get clean and he's been sober since so he said he went to a deep 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 depression and almost died almost overdosed that's why he kicked it so. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, it's it, it's six thousand families, which already is a crazy amount, right? But then it's like all those people that are also like considered family to those people too, right? Like, and like that's just think about how many families like that is, right? And then it just expands from there because yeah. it's just it's just such a butterfly effect, right? Because you have whole crews, you know what I mean, like. Those people obviously worked in an office or worked somewhere where they have several coworkers and then that all gets affected by them. And mm-hmm. it's just crazy. I guess we should have had Sam or Branton on now that I think about it because they, they were in state college or not state college, but right next to state college. I can't remember right. the town where the nuclear 
facility was at where they thought they were going to plane into that. And so they had, they had a whole situation that you and I, you know what I mean? Like you and I watched it on TV and we had discussions, but Mm -hmm. they truly lived in the terrorism type deal where they thought they could possibly die. Right. Um, That's crazy. Dang it. But yeah, I've heard Sam talk about it a few times where, huh? Because they thought they were going to hit the, the nuclear test site. Because I think State College has their own like little miniature reactor. Which Yeah, I think they said something about that. That, that rings a bell. K-State has their own reactor as well. So, I, I mean, it's not odd or you know, yeah. uncommon to have campuses that have miniature reactor. Yeah. But it'd be crazy to, you know what I mean? Because really, you think about it, like currently, they only live like an hour and a half away from New York City. Right. And, and where they were at in high school was maybe three hours, if that from, and then they're not even that far from the flight 93, the one that crashed in the field. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. talking to Sam and Brandon about it. What was it yesterday, the day before? And they're, I think like two hours, maybe three hours away from, cause I told them when we go up there for spring break, I kind of want to, cause I've already, you know, seen the Memorial site and, you know, the new world trade center and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe we could go, um, go see that because yeah. speak of the devil so like they're like oh my god my fingers are so off <laughs> so they're like right i would say here-ish and new york city is obviously like right here and then like i think it's like right here or so is where um the crash site is the fact that you happen to have a map on your shirt is great <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> for those people who are listening I'm right <laughs> I was like, I looked down. I was like, oh shit, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. But man, I. So I think, you know, they were like, state college is like roughly like right there. For, yeah. So they're not that far from that original crash right or New York mm-hmm. City. Right. It's all in that area. But, but I had accidentally watched something <laughs> else when we first started this <laughs> because it, there was a number one 9 11 thing on Netflix and there's a number four thing on Netflix. And I started watching the first one and didn't even think about it. Um, and like the beginning of that one, like is a lot of like actual like real footage of like that day and like taken from cameras and that would just have to be running that day and and like you see the plane go into the tower from like multiple angles and like it's hard to get your head to like wrap around that that's even a thing that's actually happening because like stuff like that you see in movies and you see like like made up right but like. To actually like get your head to think that's actually going into a building and like that's actually all real it's all happening like if you were there that day like trying to figure out like if you saw it happen you're like no no, no that didn't happen that's not real there's no way like it's not it's not possible like and it just like disappears like yeah, it, it's just it's gone not even just... like just like and that's what still blows me away and you know, if that would happen today, we'd have way more high definition and way more cameras on that on that piece. So yeah. the fact that there's that many angles, you right. know, 20 years ago, which is I'm almost kind of crazy within itself. Almost happy that we don't have a ton of footage of it. Like I'm go- I'm glad we do have footage of it happening, and like that's good that we have it for historical purposes and like showing people what happened and all that. But like, I think if we had any better cameras or footage, like we would just be seeing horrific details of what happened and like just right, like when you see all those people jump from their building. Yeah, you just see more terror and bloodshed and just uh, just terrible things. 
Yeah. So I think that's, that's what's fucking crazy. And, and, um, like people are making a big deal about it, which it's not necessarily a big deal. Like all kind of, so like my teacher was kind of obsessed with the whole story of, of September 11th and mm-hmm. she's followed it pretty much to a T and, um, my senior year, or no, it would have been my junior year, right? Our junior year would have been the 10-year anniversary, right? 2011. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was this law, and there's still another law, and that's what Biden was talking about now. But there's a law that X amount of documents had to stay secret and not released to the public because of the shit that families were still emotional about and that it just was not appropriate to right. release some of the information. And so they did a 10 year window and then, you know, the president has to request that those documents, you know, kind of have to be unsealed. And right. there's a whole big plethora of stuff that came out during that time. And then we're about to do it again on, on this Saturday where a whole lot more secret documents are going to be released over kind of all the situations and all the radio chatter and all the reports that were, that were done. Um, during that time so it's kind of nuts and and yeah. just everything that that happened that you kind of don't realize what's going on and it's just i don't know it's just absolutely crazy and just hearing the voicemails and hearing you know those conversations that's what's that's what's really crazy yeah. and like i remember when it was going on i was eating breakfast i was eating fruit loops sitting in front of the tv and uh, watch news like we do, I think, every morning, unless I get to the channel changer first, and then it was Cartoon Network. But, um, like, the first plane goes into the tower, and my mom was there, and she was like, what the hell is this? Like, this isn't real. Like, this this is a joke. This has got to be some kind of sketch. And so she turned to the other channel, showing the exact same footage and showing, like, commentary on it. She's like, no, this is not happening. This can't be happening. Kept going to the next channel, and... Just it was everywhere, and it was just something that just wasn't fathomable. It was just nuts. It was just, you know, it was just, and just thought it was like a cruel joke, and thought it was just something that, you know, just wasn't necessarily real. Even right. though, you know, obviously found out that it was real, and and I had a few friends that ate school lunch or school breakfast, and they were even saying that, you know, they watched the TV. They had the you know, the old RC cart and it's got the strap on top of it and whatnot. Yep. And, uh, they were watching the news just like they did every morning. And then that's when the librarian like came in and was like, Nope, not today. And like shut the TV off mid thing going on. So like I was the keeper of news at that point. Cause I was at home watching it. So like, I like yeah. knew more information than like the kids that were at school, eating the school breakfast and whatnot. So, yeah. um, it was just like something I felt like was talked about quite a bit. And like we were seven, so no one wanted us to talk about it, but just, I don't know right. how, how to go about that. Yeah. Right. Well, it's interesting because the school I was in, it happened and then they told us about it or whatever, you know, I'm like, we're not really going to understand it. Right. But like, and they, they put the news on for us. Like they brought in the TV and like turned it on. So we could watch it. And it was like, I, I, I get what they were trying to go at, you know, and like, but like, it was also like, we didn't understand what was happening either. So like, it didn't matter too much, I don't think. But like, 
Because we just sat there in silence and watched it, you know. I don't, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. You, you're just kind of like you don't know the grave situation going on during that time, right? You're so young that you're just you're just kind of trying to take in what you can, and but I just remember like everybody was sad, and it was like, okay, I guess it's a bad thing that happened, like you know, like and like slowly learn, like kind of get a grasp on it, you know, but yeah. Um, it's definitely crazy and then to realize that my son is exactly 20 years younger than me which I've known that but it's just it's just odd because now that we're going on the 20th anniversary like I realize I am the and we're only like our birthdays are only like a week apart anyway so like we're almost exactly so he is the exact same age that I was when all this was going on and and we were eating breakfast and he was eating Lucky Charms. wasn't eating Fruit Loops. He was eating Lucky Charms. And I was facing away from the TV. And he was watching the TV, and it was the news. And he like sat there, and like he hit me. Like he's like, like what's going on? Like he was looking at it because I think that was his first like view or the first time that he has ever known or talked about you know September 11th. And so he thought it was really going on. He saw that, and he's like, look, 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 look. Like what's this? I was like, oh, and I told him, I said, this isn't live. Like, this happened 20 years ago. Like, this is something that, that happened a long time ago. And and then after we got done eating, like, he pushed me a little bit further and was just asking, like, why that happened and if it was a movie or if it was fake. Or And I might not have done the best thing, but I was like, well, I was his age when I was going through it. So might as well, you know, kind of dive. And so we went and watched several videos on, you know, everything that was going on and he bowled and started to tear up and I was like, maybe I did fuck up and I showed him way too young, but, um, it was tough. It was a rough situation, you know, going through all that. And then today when I was on TikTok, he was right next to me. So he saw that the guy with the, the cart pushing it through and he didn't understand it at first, like why it was the beverage cart, but he's never flown on a plane. So I think, you know, he's probably never seen the beverage cart. And so that's why I was explaining to him. And, right. He started bawling then too. I was like, all right, we are in a strict no September 11th zone around you because I feel like you care too much about stuff. And this is like, it's, it's good that he like feels for it. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I just don't right. want to open him up to those can of worms and stuff like that. So it's yeah, just like, don't overdo it either. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and it was just, I was just scrolling. Like I wasn't looking right. for yeah. It yeah. 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 On yeah. that piece. Um, and that was like, Oh shit. But then I asked him, which they might, do it tomorrow but then i asked him i said Has, have they talked to you at all this week about september 11th they're like no we, we haven't mentioned any of it so i don't know if maybe it'll get brought up tomorrow since you know it's on a saturday i don't know it's just odd that yeah it hasn't been brought up i don't know yeah it's kind of weird and i looked up because i was like i don't know why this isn't a fucking national holiday and then i found out like the national last national holiday was like in the 70s or 60s and like it's like pulling teeth to right. get federal holidays to be passed and like congress doesn't want to do it so they just don't right just don't do it for anything and so that'd be super highly like september 11th and like a few other things are like in the running that if that conversation does happen like it would be one but it's just saying that like it's probably not gonna yeah. ever happen so it's 20th anniversary. Never know. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not a lot to say about just it in general. Like it's just tough to talk about with a lot of people, you know. I mean, yeah. And, I mean, there's still people that have issues, right? And rightfully so, right? And it's it's not even something like we felt directly because we weren't in that state or in that area and like being affected by it and like but like and i'm sure for them it's just way worse right but like even even the rest of the country fell for it like all of us felt for it when it happened and like you could tell the entire nation was like in a slump of like emotion and not knowing what to do and like just lost and it was yeah because even like Chris Stefano, one of my favorite comedians, that, I mean, you've listened to him off and on, but um, he even has that 9-11 story where he talks about how his mom worked in the office but was able to get out and whatnot, but he didn't know it at that time. And he started bawling when he figured out that that his mom could be dead, which, fuck, I mean, that's just nuts to even have that thought process. But um and someone was making fun of him for crying, and he just beat the shit out of him because you know what I mean. Like you know, there were so many emotions going on. There was so much. Mm-hmm. That's just, I don't know. It's just something that was just still crazy to even think that it that it occurred, you know. And and the fact that anyone that is in high school right now did not experience September 11th, which makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I think there's even a few people in college that have not experienced, you know, it's just, it's crazy yeah. to believe that it was that long ago. Yeah. And, and then for like somebody like this can guy to have to go in and try and assess what people's lives are worth. And like, so, but like they had to, and they had to get people money and like get them support because otherwise all these families were just going to be out. Right, because like he didn't—he wasn't the one that drafted the law that right. the damn airline companies couldn't be sued. Like he, you know what I mean? He was literally just trying to do what he could do to make sure that it was passed. Right. And so it's just kind of nuts that um, that they didn't really care, or that they were—I mean, granted, they had to take their anger out on somebody and it sucked that it was him and, and everyone along the line said you know if you take this job you're gonna feel all the heat like you're gonna have right all of the hate and like that's what i liked with wolf because i feel like there was more of a relationship between them that's not that wasn't dove into the movie at all like it just yeah they had such a good story and they had such a good premise that they just fucked up royally that's what kind of annoyed me because there was there's so much to that story that's probably way better than than what probably. they portrayed it as. And um, but the fact that like Wolf so- stood up for him, he's like, I don't know why you're yelling at him. Like he literally did not draft any of these laws. Like he's right. the one that's like trying to get us help. Right. He's like, I get that you're mad because why wouldn't you be in like emotional and sad and like, but like he's literally just telling us what's going on and like it go from there. Like, don't just yell at him. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's not getting anywhere. Yeah. So. And then he just started handing out those flyers at the end. Right. He's just like, <laughs> he's just like fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, 
He's just doing it in front of him, and then he gives him one at the end. Like, here you go. <laughs> doesn't explain to him, and he's like, oh, wow, you're handing out flowers? Like, this is so cool. I just want to let you know I'm your biggest enemy. It's like, oh. And then I love how they, at the end he's like, you know, on page three, there's still that typo that I've already brought to your attention. I thought that was pretty good. That Yeah. I feel like there's a better relationship between them than what the movie showed. Like, I don't know if they were just trying to show. They were too focused on the firefighter story. Like, that was just. They were. It was Granted, so unnecessary, but I don't know. It's just, I get that it's important, and I get that. But, like, at the same time, they 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 just didn't talk about anything else. They talked about the government using him to assess the life worth and then they talked about the firefighter and his wife and that story that's it and then they mentioned the gay guy like maybe twice and that was it. yeah but like that, it was very minuscule right it was very yeah. very short scenes every single time like yeah it's just a few holly flax barely get any attention whatsoever yeah and that's what the crazy part was is that like holly was his partner and the fact that like she was there for like an interview here, maybe an interview there, helped with the um, immigrants. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like she didn't have much of a role, which I feel like she probably in real life had a giant role. Yeah. But it was like they were more focused on Michael Michael Keaton than they were. You know when her. when they went to go meet the uh, immigrants, and Priya and her were there. And like she looks out the window and sees like the wreckage of that towers was and stuff. Crazy, like that was just that, that was, was insane. It was insane because like you're having a meeting next to a graveyard. Yeah, they should have not. Have like, met. I, I completely forgot about that. I was like so that, pissed when I saw that. That blew so me pissed. away. I was like, "How are you doing this? Like, how do you? How can you even be here right now?" Like if I lived in one of those buildings nearby, I'd be like, "Nah, I'm leaving. I gotta go stay with some family or something. Like, I can't be here. Like, I can't." Because you got to think about the smell, everything. I mean, it was just well, more than the sight. Like, it was just right. Well, it's there's gonna be dust in the air for weeks, and like there's, there's tons of stuff that. Yeah. And it's just the fact that like those buildings were even like operational and like doing things. It's just yeah, it's almost disgusting. But like, I get that they had to like keep things going or whatever, but. I don't know. I don't know. 2021 shows that you really don't have to keep things going or 2020. So. Like you said, technology is not quite what it was then. So Yeah, I know working from home. <laughs> yep. I, I put this website on the World Wide Web. Right. Oh, funny you said that. that I was like, like... <laughs> you would never hear that shit today, ever. No. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And there's just so much that that story that I feel like was so much better. And hell, we might do a historical Brotatoes on it. I don't know. Maybe to do a better dive than what the movie was. Maybe. Because that really interested me. Like, I mean, I was so excited for this movie because I thought that was such a cool concept. Right. And I didn't even think about, like, obviously, like, the families got paid out. But I never once, in everything that I've ever thought about with September 11th, never once thought about. No, uh, I never did either. The payouts and stuff like that. And when, when you were explaining it to me about what it was about, I was like damn they actually had to do that like they they had to actually like assess people's lives and what they were worth and stuff like i never like you said i never thought of that like that just goes to show like you don't think about any of that stuff like when huge tragedies happen like they still have to deal with all those different pieces of the puzzle 
and I thought it was pretty amazing. Like it showed all the work that he did, like you know the you know Virginia State mm-hmm. or State Tech massacre, the uh, hurricanes, the natural disasters, mm-hmm. you know, just random gun down stuff like that. Like the movie theater yeah. in Colorado, and it's just nuts that this happens more time in our lives than we can possibly like. I don't know. It just seems like it's a. I wouldn't think of it as a career. Like I would think of it like as a side. You know what I mean? Like someone that right. maybe one or two people in the world are dedicated to this because it. You know, but maybe, the fact that yeah. people have to get paid out quite a bit on on stuff, and the fact that how are you ever to determine how much a human life costs is what's the craziest piece of that whole aspect. Yeah. And the fact that you have to boil them down to numbers, like it's. I don't know. It's crazy because you really, I would never be able to boil someone down to a single number. And the fact that, I don't know, it's just, it's fucking crazy. Then you have the stupid, rich asshole fucking people that are like, well, you just, you know, go ahead and shrink down the bottom and and make sure the top's taken care of. Like, it's not our fault that our uh, clients planned blah, blah, blah. Like the fact that you're penalizing them for having life insurance. It's like, well, they're and this sounds shitty, but, that person's life is worth X amount of dollars. If they're getting revenue streams from other places, such as life insurance and pensions and whatnot, then it makes it to that, that dollar amount. The person that's living paycheck to paycheck is still worth X amount of dollars and they shouldn't be punished. Their family shouldn't be punished because they weren't able to, you know what I mean? You don't plan to die. Like you, right. you don't, you don't, Oh, you know, next Tuesday sounds like a good day to die. You know what I mean? Like you, it's not right. like that at all. So, no one's ever like, ready to die. You know, exactly. Like, and how many of those people were young? Right. That you know, I mean, that were working in the in the kitchens and working as a janitorial staff, like where they're so young that they're not planning life insurance. They're not planning. But, yeah, they could be 16, 17, 18 year olds that were working jobs, minimum wage, just trying to make money. Yep. And supposedly they're punishing the rich by not having a life insurance policy. Right. That makes sense. Like. I just seriously I hate corporations and I hate rich people so fucking much. Like I just, I do. I truly, yep. I truly do. I just, it's just, they no. fucking suck. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so September 11th, if you guys, I mean, this is live, so it'll come September 11th. It's in technically like a day in a few minutes. Um, and if you guys listen to this afterwards, I mean, that's totally fine as well. But, we just wanted to kind of gauge, and and there's tons of different September 11th stories that have came out, and there's tons that have um, that are probably still being made, and I think there's still a few more that are being released this week too as well. But um, I really liked the premise of the story. I liked. I just didn't think it was executed very well, but I thought this was probably one of the the cooler stories. I guess I don't know if cooler sounds very inappropriate, but more interesting, interesting stories that came out from yeah. from September 11th. I just wish that they told the story better, and that's something that I feel like a historical potato, really, honestly. Like, I, I'm kind of mm-hmm. possibly going to write that down and do a whole lot more research. And, That'd and be maybe, a good one. Maybe dive into it on that piece, because I if really were, enjoy If they run a movie, there's definitely going to be information out there, so. Right, absolutely. And obviously, like, stuff that was dramatized and whatnot, like, be able to break down those barriers, you know? Yeah. And so, um, and then learning about other victims. 
that uh, were because literally like we didn't know about a, a single other victim besides like the twenty second stories that they were constantly yeah. going in and out and being rushed on, but like yeah, you didn't know shit about and obviously like on a historical bro Tato's podcast we're not gonna be able to dive into right all six thousand families, but I would like to highlight some of the ones that didn't get highlighted. Um, some justice. Yes. If you will. I think it'd be a whole lot more interesting than that movie. Even have to hear myself talk. How about it? <laughs> but yeah, so um, as we say that, we have several, I, I mean, I guess that, you know, kind of ends the the story part or the story piece or whatever, but we have a whole lot of stuff going on. Um we launched our new historical brotatoes, which if you go to any of their website links at the link tree, it'll be there. Um, so that's where we do weird and obscure stories um, or just stories that are not brought up as well as they need to be or, or right. not harped on. So, for example, the story like I think this would be a beautiful one. Um, the one that we did pop up on our first week and our second week, I guess, is now out. Um it was over Cannibal Island. We broke it up into two pieces. So it's a very interesting read. It's about my gulag, um, not a Call of Duty one, but an actual gulag um, that happened before World War II, where a lot of people died. Yeah, it, uh, it got intense at some points to where I was like, we're really going to put this on the internet. All right. <laughs> we're doing it. It goes dark and deep. But it does. It's an interesting podcast that I think we're going to have a whole lot more on there. Um, of course, you're going to have a lot of happy ones and I'll have a lot of sad ones or more try. ones. Um, but I think it's going to be super interesting. We're going to try to release those on Tuesday every week. Um, and then obviously historical or rotten will still come out on Thursday slash Friday every week. Um, but if you guys have any stories or anything like that, that you might want to have us dive into, that'd be interesting and cool and fun. Um, let us know. Um, the second thing is um, our TikTok. Our TikTok's pretty cool, pretty amazing. Um, you guys want to hop over to that? Again, it's in our link tree. Um, that's where you'll find everything. So if you're on YouTube watching us, our link tree will take you to Facebook. And if you're watching us on Facebook, link tree will take you over to YouTube. And we have TikTok. We have uh, a few promotional items that are on there. We have, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. We don't have a Snapchat. We don't have, oh, we do have no. Instagram. So it'll throw up on we our do. Instagram. Um, and then also, last but not least, um, Forrest and I have always teetered in and, and always someone had a passion and, and, and a want to stream. Um, and so I think we're going to try to dive on that, which it's also on our link tree. Um, as of right now, I'm still not at that piece where we're all be streaming, but Forrest is, and I think you're what, six to 10 or four to, four to 10, four to 10. Yep. Four to 10 every day or. Yep. Th- three, three to 10, four to 10 between uh, Friday through or Monday through Friday right now. So Monday that's the starting so schedule off. <laughs> for now. I mean, we'll, we'll probably have some late night streams with people, you know, but central yeah. standard time, also known as God's time. Um, so we have that on there. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. I really don't think we have anything else on our link tree. Really, that everything that you need course. that involves us, that involves our lives, is, is all through our link tree. Um, 
which I believe is in our abouts on everything. But if not, I will go ahead and put that on there right now or as I get to it. Yeah. Kind of caught me off guard a little bit. It will be there. (laughs) Yes. You'll be able to link to wherever you need to go. Oh from anywhere. This, uh, I went to TikTok to grab up our thing, and it's just it. <laughs> videos are starting to play, and it's loud in my ear. My bad. <laughs> um, and so yeah, pretty much anything and everything in here, I'll click on it just to see. Um, yeah, looks like uh, you know, we're say that you're watching us on YouTube or on Facebook right now, and and you want to. You know, watch us or listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything like that. That's also on there. And then vice versa, if you're listening to us on the Apple Podcasts and whatnot, our link tree um, will take you to YouTube, to Spotify, to, to where, uh, wherever else that you would uh, love to listen to us through. So uh, I'm getting ready to put that in there now. Easy way to keep up with us, all those different links, and I know we we have a lot of ideas, and we sprout a lot of ideas, we and we we are constantly. And I think Linktree was probably the best option just for the oh, yeah. fact that we have a new idea like every moment. So, um, <laughs> that's why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and then um, historical should be on there where you can click on that and you'd follow into that um, realm of of historical. Um, and then last but not least, obviously like we're on our second podcast making skills. And so, I mean, like probably down the line, we'll probably have another podcast that gets thrown up there. But if you guys are interested, you love what we're doing and you think that, you know, there's something that you guys could do because podcasting really is not that hard. I mean, we just have a few things as long as you have a laptop really, or just a, mm-hmm. anything that can record your voice to your phone. You could, you could easily actually, now that I think about it, you could easily do a podcast just from your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sure. Bill Burr does it. He does the Monday, Monday morning podcast where he literally just records notes on his phone and then fucking throws it up there. But, nice. um, but yeah, if you guys want to do it, um, follow the link. It's in the description of our video and it's pretty much plastered everywhere and it's in our link tree. Um, you know, you get a paid one today and, and once you do that, you're showing support for our podcast and, and kind of showing Buzzsprout that we're, we're sending people their way. And you also get a $20 Amazon gift card. So you really can't beat that because literally everything Amazon. So it's free money. Yeah. Free <laughs> money. And so you'll get to be awesome and, and start your own podcast and let us know about it. And you'll get a $20 gift. You get too. On yeah. top of it. So, but um, I'm trying to think if I have any more rants or tangents, but I think I don't. Do you have any more? No, I think you covered just about all of them. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like, just I mean, if you enjoy this at all, like, we have tons of stuff out there for you guys to go check out. Like, we've done tons of episodes on here, and historical is going to keep going because we're super deep into that, and like, we're both really enjoying it. I think, and I, at least, I am. I just sat through one. I didn't even do one yet. I just listened and asked questions, and I had a good time. Next so, week, though, you will. You're next week, the one we're that, that gets thrown flipping on it. it. So yeah. it's going to be different. So I'm so excited to be the one that listens and gets the yeah. poke and prod. We'll see how well one. I can get through it, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll do my best. So, but I'm super interested, but I think, yeah, that, that wraps it up for this week. Yep. Tune in next week. We'll spoil something new. <laughs>